she packed my bags last night pre flight zero hour nine AM and I'm gonna be high as a kite by then. I miss the earth so much I miss my wife It's lonely out in space On such a timeless flight Hello and welcome to another week and another ZTGD Newsburst. Uh, I'm your host, John, and joined once again by Drew. Hello, Drew. Hello. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. What have you been up to? <laughs> same old, same old. <laughs> Dragon Age, and yeah. Dragon Age, and let's see here. What else have I played? I've played... um. Play some Trials, Trials Fusion. Uh, Welcome yeah. to the future. <laughs> Welcome to the future. That's awesome. Yeah, I am. Um, that game is. Um, oh, is it, I can. I put. I normally put that game on, uh, probably about my, maybe nine thirty, ten o'clock in the evening. I'll, I'll just have fifteen minutes, just do a few, gold a few levels. There's no such thing as I'm just going to gold a few medals. Oh, no, no. oh my fucking god! My trackpad on my PS4 is worn thin from me resetting that. Um, it's so frustrating, but so good. You can't stop playing it. It's like digital crack. Now, have you played the other Trials games before? I played the first Trials game, and I never got I because obviously Ken's a huge fan. Yeah. You know, he's 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 a neck deep in it. Um, I never saw the appeal uh, with the first game. I thought I was alright, but you know, never really took much notice. Um, but this one has got me hooked. But the trick system, which I've just been introduced to, is a little bit off. I think it's. I don't like it, to be honest with you. It's it, it kind of takes away. From, I mean, luckily there's not. You know, you don't get many levels at uh, trick levels, but it's. Uh, it, it, it's off-putting because all I'm trying to concentrate on is the level and who's in front of me and, more importantly, who's behind me yeah. um, as you're playing. Um, and I, that kind of puts me off. But as I say, it's not a huge part of the game. It's only a level or two each each tier, and uh, uh, I can live with that. It's cool. I mean, it's quite cool, but it is, you know, it's really tricky to... To, to um to pull off some of those um sort of tricks and and stunts and it it kind of I've only just got to grips with the forward and back lean and stuff so um I think I'm a little bit out of my depth on some of these but I'm still enjoying it you know oh good anything else um playing a horror game I was trying to stream it uh, the other night but that was a bust oh was that oh what was that was um that's daylight. daylight, wasn't it? Daylight, yeah. yes. Is that that's that's not out yet, is it, or is it out? No, it comes out on Tuesday. 
Is that the one with Jessica Chobo, Chobot, whatever her name is, all involved in, or is that another horror game? It may be her. The main character is a woman. There's um, one I, I can't because I don't pay a lot of attention to these horror games because I don't play them, but um, I'm sure that there was that she like E3 they were banging on about how she was starring in and she like wrote it or produced it or something. Well, let's find out here. Daylight, gonna... uh, written by Jessica Showbot. Yeah. There you go. That is the one. Is that the one with the? Um, you've got the your phone is the yeah. only source of light. Ah, uh, okay. So what's that like? Oh, how? What's the game like? Well, it's. I've probably put maybe two hours into it. It's kind of like a combination of Outlast, but um, I think it's a little more slow paced than Outlast is. But isn't it procedurally generated? Doesn't it like? Isn't it like each playthrough isn't the same? That may be the case. I'm not too sure. They, there really is no much. There's not much explanation in this. Okay. Um, you have your cell phone. Uh, there's, I start. You start off in like a kind of like an insane asylum or a hospital. So this is definitely Outlast because I I saw some videos of it and it's like. It, it's it's got a very outlasty feel. Yeah, I mean, it, it looks a lot like Outlast. Um, it uh, but it, it's a little slower paced, I'd say, um, mm. a little more atmospheric. While Outlast is kind of like ah, and just just keep just keep <laughs> running kind of deal. Uh, this one is is a little more atmospheric, um, but it uh, it also feels a little bit like Slender, Slender the Arrival. Oh, I, never, I never played that. Is that the one with the creepy guy who yeah the slender man yeah okay yeah yeah um and it it feels that way because there's always something you have to collect um like in the hospital you have to collect six things and then you can continue on to the next area kind of thing and you're trying to you're basically just running around this as far as i've made it i haven't got too deep into it but as far as I've made it, it's kind of like you're in this hospital, and I, from what I understand, there are other areas, not just a hospital, um, okay. where you have to collect certain things and move on to the next area while trying to avoid what it looks like ghosts. Um, Ooh, spooky. The, the, the thing is, is that it uses... Nothing's really subtle in this game. Um, like, right off the bat you're walking through a corridor and it's not like you hear just a bang or, you know, something creak, you know, nothing like that. It's basically, you hear something screaming. Okay. Or some kind of monster (laughs) or something like that. And I'm just like, it's not, yeah, it's not, it's not subtle at all. It's just, it's straight up like, oh, there's a monster over there, but then there's nothing over there. So it's kind of, it doesn't, Unlike some of the other horror games, and I think um, Outlast, um, from what I, and again, I haven't played this, you know, hands up, I have not played Outlast, I won't play Outlast because I'm a pussy, um, but from what I, the videos that I saw and uh, the stuff that you were playing when you did your marathon and stuff like that, um, I, I found Outlast to be quite creepy, psychologically creepy, as well as scary, but there was, the game had some nice touches at made you think whether the character had all of his marbles there. There was some real sort of freaky stuff. Um, that isn't the case with, with Daylight? Um, Daylight... <sighs> Outlast, for the most part, felt like it was 
grounded somewhat in reality. You were in a insane asylum with a bunch of crazy people, and you're filming it. Mm-hmm. Daylight has more of a supernatural feel to it. Obviously, you have ghosts and stuff like that coming at you. Um, but there's like, so you have to use light. So it's kind of like, I wouldn't say Alan Wake, but I mean, in the same vein as Alan Wake, mm-hmm. in order to keep the ghost away from you, you have to use light. So you can find glow sticks or flares, stuff like that. That kind of gets, keeps the ghost away from you. So if you get cornered, you can, you know, break out a flare and it scares them away. No. So, um, and you it, it, trying to find things like you, the things that you have to collect and stuff like that. They the 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 more light you shine on them, the more evident they'll be. So it's um it's interesting. Um, it's I have the beta version of the game. I don't. So know I take what, it you're playing on Steam then? Yes, I'm playing on What's Steam. Um, but like I said, I have the beta version, and the reason why I say I have the beta version because while I'm playing, there's always it says beta in big, uh-huh. big bold letters, but it moves across the screen. So sometimes it'll start at the top right, and then all of a sudden it'll be down at the at the middle, but in the on the side in the middle. And I'm like, why is the beta emblem moving all over the screen? You know, it's just like mm. I, I, it's weird. That's me. Yeah. But um, it's using it's one of the first games I think that's using the Unreal Engine four. So does it look good? It looks really good. Um, it's uh, it's running on DirectX 11, so it's it's pretty intensive as far as like um, things like it, it, it. So the textures themselves look okay, but this game relies more on cloth. You know how cloth moves when the wind blows, or uh, dust and uh, smoke. You know, fog, Ooh. stuff like that. That that's where it really shines. Um, okay, but it's uh, it's okay. Um, I'll be honest. I prefer Outlast over this. It just seems like these have more. This has more cheap scares, while Outlast. Outlast was a, a, a game in and of itself. Uh, Outlast was a game that I've never played before because most horror games. You are by yourself, you are in an empty area, and then something jumps out at you. Outlast is not like that at all. Outlast, you are always surrounded by people. You are, you're always got somebody next to you. They're just fucking insane. And you, <laughs> and you just don't know which one's going to come at you, you know? So there's always this kind of tension because you know there's threats everywhere. While in a game like Daylight, you are in, in an abandoned, like, hospital so there's nobody around but there's you know there's not really that that kind of same tension that you would have anywhere else okay well um so when's that out that's a tuesday this tuesday and is that last for pc uh xbox one and ps4 is that correct that's correct okay well i'm sure fans of the genre will look after uh, look out for that then i guess yeah definitely take a look Um, at it I, other than playing Trials, have, have just played Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah, you're getting pretty deep into that, huh? That game is great. I'm really impressed. I have two characters on the go now. Um, what's cool is that, depending on um, which classes you choose, you can actually. there are three different areas. There are three different games, essentially. So I started out in, um, I think it's Grid... Granada, Grenadia, and that was like a, a kind of elven area. 
and uh, lots of trees, lots of wood elves. And the story is, I mean, it, it's MMO. So a lot of the the quests are the similar across, you know, dependent, no matter which area you go in. Um, but the the actual story itself is different. The enemies are different. There's sort of, you know, political in, intrigue along with the fact that they've got this chaos um, era breathing over their necks and this darkness spreading around. Um, and then I started up a um, well, it was a, a mage. Uh-huh. Uh, the specific mage uh, I can't pronounce it. The problem with Final Fantasy fourteen is I can't pronounce any of the fucking stuff in there. Okay. Um, but it was a it was like a, a destruction mage, a theomagia or something they call it. Okay. Um, and sort of your um, your magic is destructive magic. So uh, thunder, Fireballs. fire, ice, yeah, things like But that was in a different area, Zudal, and. Um, uh, a different story, which is really good. Different areas, and it looks amazing. And I've just really got into it. Even the 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 silliest of of quests are entertaining me. Um, <clears throat> it's got a nice sense of humour. Um, some of the uh, stuff is voiced, which is mainly the instances. Right. So as you progress through the story, you'll come across instances. They're voiced. You'll meet new characters. Um, Anything else is text-based only, which is fair enough. You know, I mean, I dread to think how much space on the on the hard drive it take if they actually voiced um, everything, voiced or everything, and how much it would have cost them. Um, but it, it, it's it's quite funny. It's it's really I didn't expect that. Right. Um, you know, it's you've got characters bickering about each other, swearing at each other, and. Um, you know, he's a dick, she's a nerd, and he's an arsehole. It is quite, it is, it's quite funny. Um, and I, I've really got to grips with the controls. And, you know, the map thing that I had an issue with, not a problem anymore. Um, it, it's great. It's good. I'm loving it. I am gonna, I'm going to be sticking with this, that's for sure. Fantastic. Yeah, I think I think I made the right decision by picking that over, over um, uh, Elder Scrolls Elder Online. Scrolls. So um, I'm going to be uh, playing a lot of that over the coming <laughs> coming week when I've got a week off. Um, let's let's get into some news. That's what people are here for. All five of you. Um, so there's some game announcements this week. We'll kind of get these um, out of the way with. Uh, so we had um, Codemasters come out and announce uh, Grid, uh, Grid Auto Sport, which is the next. Uh, game in the franchise, uh, third game in the franchise. Um, it's been a while since Grid 2. I think that was probably about 2010, 10, was it? 11, 2010? somewhere around there. Some, something like that. So it's been a little while. Um, I was a I was a big fan of Grid, but I really couldn't get on with Grid 2. I don't know why, but I wasn't the only one, apparently. Uh, Codemasters have basically said, we've gone back to the drawing board, we've listened to the negative feedback we got from uh, Grid 2, and uh, this is going to be amazing. But it's also only going to be on PC, PS3, and Xbox 360. Strange. So no next generation, or current generation, whatever you want to call it. There's no version for Xbox One and and PS4. Hmm. Um, also, I don't think there is a release date. So I would assume it's this year. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine, um, you know, I know it's a, a racing game, but Codemasters have a long, 
legacy of um, great racing games, I can't imagine it would be next year because it's not on the next generation of consoles. They'd never get away with releasing the game in 2015 um, on last gen only. You know, so um, so that's um, new. Also, Skylanders. Obviously, it was coming. Interesting what they've done this time. Um, game is called Skylanders Trap Team. Okay. And it's going to come with a new portal that you can place the villains inside of, and it catches them. So mm-hmm. a bit like a a trap from Ghostbusters, I guess. All right. Um, and it it makes the noise. the The portal makes the noise. I think, from what I can gather. Yeah, when the, the portal talks to you or something like that. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, I don't know about new figures. There's obviously going to be a new line. Uh, I mean, it seems like the focus on this one is the traps of the portal. Um, last um, time it was the the swapping of the characters. So whether there'll be a new line of swap force characters as well as a new line of standard ones. I don't know, but that has got a release date. That is the uh, uh, beginning of October. So, as you'd expect for that type of game, that's that's going to be coming out just before Christmas to hit that sweet spot for the holidays. You know, another uh, another interesting thing about that, real quick. What's that? It's coming to the Wii. No, really? I'm pretty I didn't sh- see that. I'm pretty sure they announced a Wii version, which means that will probably be the final game that ever comes out for the Wii. Um, until next year with the next Skylanders. <laughs> <laughs> there are still a lot of Wii's out there. I would imagine most of them are covered in dust, but there must be enough for Activision to want uh, to put a version out of, on the Wii. There's got to be then, isn't there? Um, another game that got announced, it's not a new game, but it's a new port, uh, Stick It to the Man yes. on PS4. Uh, interesting about this is it's next week, and even more interesting is it's the free PS4, PS Plus game, that service that keeps on giving. Now, you have played Stick It to the Man, have you not? I played probably about 15 minutes of it on the Steam version. Oh, so you haven't played the huge... I mean, it seen, it, when I saw the video for this, it reminded me so much of Don't Starve. It's got that kind of, I don't know, cut-out comic cartoon kind of look to it. But it looks weird. It looks bonkers. It, it looks. It, it, it's, it is kind of a strange game. I'll tell you a game that it really reminded me of. This game called Psychonauts. Oh, um, well, everyone knows Psychonauts. Yeah. Well, no, apparently nobody played it, though. But well, uh, <laughs> Everyone played it. No one bought it. Yeah. Um, but it, the, as far as the art style goes, because it's kind of over-exaggerated and almost Tim Burton-esque, but not really. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, what is what is the, the whole premise of this? Because, I, again, I knew it had come out. Um, I actually didn't even know it was coming out on PS4. I knew it was on the... Because um, it had come out on the Vita yeah. uh, recently. Um, but I've, I've not even sort of... This hasn't crossed my radar. So, what, I mean, what's the general gist? It's kind of like a, uh, an adventure game a little bit. You can move your character around. He has the ability to read minds, and he can grab things from people... And use them on other things. Um, the trailer that they had is actually a really good trailer. It shows 
a lot of the gameplay and stuff like that. And there's a lot of voice acting involved, and it's got a lot of comedy in it and stuff like that. It's it's a very strange game. I just really couldn't get into it. I'm not a big fan of collect this to use it on something else. And, you know, it's it, it has a lot of charm to it. I will give it that. And I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that will love it. But um, the thing the, the thing I liked the most about it was the, the title screen. Um, it, it, that's, it, that's it, not a glowing endorsement. Well, it? <laughs> it has it has they, they use a few licensed tracks in it, and uh, the 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 main theme of the game is uh, oh god, it's from the Big Lebowski. Um, oh, I've I've never seen that film. Oh wow, you need to watch that film. Uh, it's uh oh god, I just dropped in to see what condition my condition was in. No, you've lost me. I can't remember who sings it. It's the same guy who sung uh, uh, "Danger Zone," I think. Oh, Kenny Loggins. Yes. Oh, okay. I think he's oh. the guy who sung that song. I'm not too sure. I may be wrong, <laughs> but uh, it's it, that that song. You know, it kind of it kind of fits. He gets hit in the head, and uh, has the ability. He 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 gets the ability to read people's minds. Okay. And, well, I mean, yeah. You, know, you know, it's the great thing is it's free. Yeah. So, so, no harm, no foul. No, absolutely. Don't like it, delete it kind of thing. Um, uh, on that subject, the, 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 the free stuff on PS Plus, I don't know what it's like for the States. Uh, in the UK, we've got Payday 2, which you've already had, I believe, on, on your... Um, have you guys had that on your PlayStation Plus list yes. over there? Yes, we have. Yes, I think it was a couple months ago. I think it was two months ago. Uh, the Puppeteer, yeah. which is a game I... I get, I, I actually do want to play, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, we've also got Everybody's Golf and M- Miramasa Mira Rebirth. Mira, Mira Miramasa Mira Rebirth. Um, and what else? Uh, well, I think that's it. Two PlayStation 3, two Vita, and the, uh, the PS4. So, um, nice little list. I think it's slightly different. I think you guys are getting Limbo. Which we had ages ago, which is weird, but yeah, it's um, for the Vita only. Ah, uh, no, it's not. Oh, it's not. No, because um, this is a weird little quirk of the PlayStation's Plus stuff, is that it's cross by. It's cross by, so huh. if it's free on one of them, you always get it. Well, I always have anyway. So, for example, um, um, what was it? Oh, well, Limbo over here. I got Limbo was free on uh, PlayStation 3 on the our PS Plus service before the version of the Vita came out. When it came out, I got it on Vita for free. Huh. So it's and the Dead Nation I got that free on and the new version on PS Vita is also free. So it's a it's a quirk of cross buy is that you know regardless if it is cross buy you'll get both versions. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't which know is, that. Which is cool. Um, However, not all good news in the world of um, announcements and releases. Oh, actually, I forgot to mention Dragon Age. That's got a release date as well, which is the 7th. 7th. I know you'd know that, and yeah. obviously you're going to be looking forward to that. Um, I've I've not seen anything in regards to Dragon Age Inquisition since they first showed that video. It was that E3 last year, wasn't it? Um, maybe. Was it E3? Yeah, it was E3. How's it looking? I've not seen anything. It- Looks pretty good to me. Um, they showed off a little bit of gameplay and a good amount of uh, cutscenes and stuff like that. Um, 
I think it looks fantastic. There's two characters that I totally recognize in the trailer, so it's, it's cool. looking to be shaping up pretty nice. And I'm sure you're going to be all all over all over that when Abs- that releases. Absolutely. Um, but I was a, before I forgot that I was also going to say that um, there has been a delay. Um, actually, from today, uh, Mad Max. Um, Avalanche's Mad Max, which everyone got rather excited about when it was um, previewed at the um, Sony E3 event, has been given a 2015 release date. Um, it was originally cited for this year. Uh, no reason for it. Uh, I would imagine that it's to make sure that it's, you know, of high quality, but it's disappointed a lot of people. Um, by the way, just to clarify... It's Kenny Rogers that sung that song, not Kenny. Oh, Rogers. was it? Yeah. Oh, well, Kenny here, Kenny there. Kenny, yeah. there's Kenny's everywhere. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, okay, so next story, uh, just a brief one here. Um, Respawn have given a little bit more information in regards to the first map pack for Titanfall. It's going to be called Expedition. And as we already knew, it's going to contain three maps and going to be released next month in may um they did give a little bit of information in regards to the um uh, one of the maps which is like a vr mission okay. which looks looks quite cool um let's see if i can get a little bit more information on it um from what they were saying it was going to be um like a training you know the uh, you know anyone who's played Titanfall, the, the training mission at the beginning that you play before getting in, uh, stuck into the game, um, it's like in this like VR world, a bit like you know how Snake does his um, VR stuff. Right. And basically, it's going to be like that, but a whole map, and the map will change because it's like there'll be glitches and stuff like that that will affect how the game plays. Which is quite cool. It looks, it looks, it looks nice. Um, no other information given out on that, but you know, with that being probably only a, a few weeks away from being released, I'm sure more information will come out uh, shortly. Um, more departures at Naughty Dog. Uh, this time, it's uh, Last of Us lead artist Nathan Wells. Now he has up sticks from Naughty Dog and has moved over to the developer that made Unfinished Swan. Yeah. I couldn't tell you who that is. Begins with a G, I think. I'll look it up. Um, I can, I can find out for you. Um, Giant Sparrow. There you go. There you go. I knew it was Giant something. Um, not with no, no sort of news on what he's going to work on, but basically... Um, yeah, that's another sort of high, high up member of the team. Um, and then just after that, uh, apparently the actor Todd Stashwick, I've never heard of him before, but his voice will be familiar for those who've watched the Uncharted 4 teaser trailer a few times. He was to have an unspecified role in Uncharted 4. He has since left and actually gone to Visceral Games to work with Amy Hennig, who had left Naughty Dog a little while ago yeah. uh, to work on this Star Wars game. Um, 
because his role is unspecified, we don't know what kind of uh, input and uh, level of uh, work he was going to be doing uh, or has done on, on Uncharted 4, but he has been recast, is all that um, uh, Naughty Dog has, has said. But it is, it's, it, it's this Naughty Dog thing that seems to be a bi-weekly <laughs> um, feature on our show. Yeah. Who's who's left? We should have another little feature. Get a little jingle going. Who's left Naughty Dog this week? That's what we should have because this is getting crazy. Yeah. This I mean, if I if nuts. I was a game developer, and I know the, the games development and publishing is, I think, in a a state of flux at the moment. It's changing. Um. Oh, you know, we're seeing we're seeing it a little bit already, where the AAA games are getting fewer and farer between, um, but independents are really getting a hold, and they're really making some ground, especially with the new stuff that these new generation of consoles are uh, providing. You know, with the idea Xbox thing, and with um, Sony's commitment to independence, um, you're seeing all. Of, you know, this would never have been. Uh, happening on the previous generation of consoles. Yeah. Um, so you can see that... I can understand that some developers um, or members of development teams would think, you know what, this is going to be... This is the way it's going to go. This is where the future is. You know, it's either going to be triple A development where the publisher has all the control and the staff developing the game have nothing but, you know, sitting there keying in their whatever they're doing. Or... You're going to have these indies that are going to every member of the team to get ideas, to focus all that, and to, to create the best product they can and get it out. So I can see why there's an appeal there. But it seems like Naughty Dog is the one losing all of the talent. Now, if I was a games developer, and I, you know, under my name at the bottom of my email said Naughty Dog, I'd feel quite amazing. If it said lead artist... But Naughty Dog, that would be pretty cool as well. So, you know, I don't know. Is there some internal thing going on? Do you think? I have a feeling that's what's going on. I think that uh, I don't know. I think that Sony is, you know, Naughty Dog is not known for making four games in a series. They like to move on and do other things. Sony realizes Uncharted is probably our biggest blockbuster. We really, really, really want you guys to make another one. Do you think this was put pressure on from Sony? Because obviously Naughty Dog are Sony now. They're a first-party studio. So you think it could possibly be... um, Is it like the Infinity Ward thing? You know, Activision, you've got to keep making... Call of Duty, you've got to keep making Call of Duty. But we've got this really great idea about giant robots. No, 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 no. You keep making Call of Duty, and they all fuck off. So you think this could be happening with Naughty Dog? I mean, but they don't want to do Uncharted Four. Like they want to do something else. I mean, that could very well be it. I mean, this is all speculation, and everybody loves to talk about this kind oh, of stuff. Oh, of course they do. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So I mean, it, it, I mean that to me, that's what kind of sounds like. It sounds like we don't really want to do another Uncharted. Well, we're doing one. Well, I'm. I'll see you guys later, kind of deal. I mean, that's that. I mean, that's kind of sounds like it to me. I could be completely well, the, wrong. 
Well, the thing about Wells um, is that I, I don't think he actually worked on Uncharted. No. Uh, he, uh, he was on Last of Us, yes. and then he was on... Prior to that, he was working for um, Irrational on Bioshock Infinite. Yeah, yeah but it, so, it could be anything. It could be but it could, Yeah, things. that could be... I mean, again, I think that in, in this industry that is, you know is getting bigger and bigger and it is becoming this entertainment medium um beyond films you know some games make more money than the biggest blockbusters do Uh, um, you have got all of those people with their you know everyone knows how bad the movie industry is in regards to to you know uh, film companies and studios getting their fingers in there and messing things up and fucking it around um that these people are you know you know if you are a lead something on a development uh, team, you're probably incredibly creative, and you want to exercise that creativity, not just be coding something that you don't want to. Or do. you know, you want to push the boundaries of your imagination. Yeah. And indie, indie developers allow that; they welcome it, they thrive on it. Because you know, even if you're making tea for an indie developer, but you have a cracking idea, they'll want to hear it because that's the sort of thing that they. Uh, they're coming up with they're doing all of the interesting ideas you know um octodad you know that came out this week yeah haven't played it yet that game is that's never that game's never getting made by a big publisher never in a million years oh you know try try selling that at some kind of meeting in a in an office full of suits you you know yeah so how does the character control he doesn't you can't that's the whole point. They're never going to stand for that. Yeah. But that sort of stuff is interesting to us. That sea shooters all the time, they're grey and they're brown and it's pew, pew, pew. Um, they, you know, those sort of things interest us because, you know, we're, I think most gamers are a generally intelligent lot who want to be stimulated in different ways, you know, unless, yeah. of course, you're a Call of Duty player. So, oh. uh, we'll leave... <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave that there, and we shall move on. Um, another thing about big publishers, um, this sort of shit happens. Metal Gear Solid Ground Zeroes. Now, you can remember when that got announced, and you can remember when they said the PS3 is gonna, PS4 and PS3 is going to have exclusive content, can't you? Yeah. And then you can remember a couple of weeks later when they said the Xbox and the Xbox One version would have exclusive content. Remember that? Yeah. Not exclusive anymore. They're coming free on the 1st of May, to the opposite platform. At that point, what is the fucking point? To get people to fucking, I don't know, buy it, pre-order it. It's, it's fucking stupid. It's, it, that's why I don't... It wasn't a pre-order bonus. That, that came with the game. doesn't matter whether you pre-ordered or not. It was ground and built into the version that you bought. I cannot... This... I can understand there being exclusive content, and, and this... Platform exclusive content is stupid. You know, fair enough. If you want to say, um, I don't know, Call of Duty is going to have this map exclusive because that happens. You know, they have an exclusive when you don't you pre-order it. You get the I think this year was that Towerfall um, tower block map thing earlier. That was free, but it was only free to them. But it was a free on all platforms. Doesn't matter which one you pick. Um, later on down the line if they want to give it out for free six months later that's fine as well which I think they did with Newtown 2025 or whatever they did 
But when you've got two different DLCs that are exclusive to a platform and then give that away, that to me is just fucking pointless. It, it's, it's literally no point to it. Yeah. Why not just put both bits on there straight out of the bat? It's odd. I don't understand it. It's stupid. That's, that's... It's got, I mean, it's fine if you, you know, you know, if you didn't buy both versions, then you're going to get the other DLC, and it's it's going to be free, so they're not charging for it, so that's fine. I think there'd be a fucking shitstorm had they tried oh, to charge for it after all of the whole demo pay demo thing. It, that would have been a they'd never got over that. Um, but I just don't see the fucking point. It just seems like, like it's it's crazy market. It's all market and speak. You put it's just to put the words exclusive on the fucking box. Yeah, I don't. It's it's ridiculous, pointless. I fucking hate it. Stop that! Stop that now! That stuff, no. I can understand, you know, a exclusive DLC to one platform or, or not to one to a game to get you to pre-order it. That's the whole point of that stuff. But this is stupid. <laughs> Never mind. Um, so we'll get. Well, I mean, do you want to? You know, do you want to weigh in on this one? I, I mean, it's just I was I don't I don't own this game. I probably won't own it until probably Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain comes out, and I'll be like, ah, because I'll, pick I'll it probably up. I'll come free with it. Okay, you know this. You know full well the Grand Zero is going to come free with the game. If that's the case, there's going to be some fucking rioting in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, as far as that goes, I mean, I don't really think there was a lot of people up in arms about, oh, why does the Xbox get this and the PlayStation gets this? You know, I mean, I don't think there was a lot of people pissed off about it, so I don't think they changed it because of that. Maybe they just had a conscience and said, let's just give it to everybody. Holy shit, you know? Well, I mean, it's if they're too. I mean, I've got the PS uh, Four version, the exclusive mission for that was deja vu mission which was like um it was a nod to the metal gear solid mission where you had you know from the original one in 98 um then the xbox one got a um i I don't know the name of it it's something else view something else view which was um where you played raiden um i haven't even touched the Deja Vu mission at all. To get that mission, apparently, you have to find all 30, I think there are 13, um, um, XOF tags, um, you know, um, patches that are scattered throughout the map. And you have to find them to unlock that. I ain't doing that shit, not for a long time, so I've never seen... I mean, I, uh, apparently it's just a mission that doesn't last very long, so it just seems... I don't know. Huh. Um, it's all shit, mate. Yeah, that's it's it's marketing bullshit. Um, and speaking of weird and wonderful and completely bizarre, our final story: Grand Theft Auto Five could finally be getting jackpacks. Now, um, I do follow the the jetpack saga a little bit. And the sort—I mean, because the one thing can be said about Rockstar games, especially Grand Theft Auto series, is that they are rich with hidden meanings and um, Easter eggs and um, 
all this secret stuff that people have, you know, spend months and months and months finding. Now, there's a load of stuff in Grand Theft Auto V, and the ongoing is- uh, thing is to find the jetpack, because everyone seems to think that there's one in there. And I've watched loads of it. Um, there's an English site called Computer Video Games, um, CVG, and they've got a YouTube channel. And every week, they sort of bust open myths and stuff and try and find out if stuff in GTA V is true. And every so often, the jetpack one will pop up. You know, there have been some fakes on there. Um, no one's managed to find it. However, it's had a recent update and a... Um, member of the GTA modding community, a guy called Chrome Mods, have, or ha, uh, has found a what seems to be legitimate piece of code that points to jetpacks. Huh. Now, this was added in an update, and I'll get on to that in a moment. Um, but apparently it may well be coming, and there's also code in there that would suggest that whilst flying the jetpack, you'll also have the ability to use your weapons as you do when you like parachuting. So, I mean, it it seems like a genuine piece of code and not a fake. My thing with this is that back when jetpacks were in GTA San Andreas, there was no patching. It was built in right. straight from. Same with uh, um, all of the little bits of Easter eggs and bits and pieces. And it's very, very possible that they've just patched this in, which takes all of the fun out of it. Because, you know, what else have they just patched in to play and fuck around with people? I mean, they knew that the jetpack was going to be a sought-after item, when they made this game, before it was released, you know, everyone was banging on about the jetpack when it was announced. So, it seems a little unfair to me for them, if they are putting it in, to put it in in a patch and not have it originally in the game hidden somewhere where somebody could eventually find it. Because they're sending them on a wild goose chase all you know, there are videos and videos and videos on YouTube about trying to find this sort of stuff, and it was never there in the first place. But they're going to patch it in. That sounds like cheating. Uh, I mean, is this going to be just on GTA Online, or is this going to be in the main game we as don't, well? We, we don't know. We don't know. Because it could be. It could be that they will add jetpacks to. A online pack that's you know for GTA Online absolutely that's a, a distinct possibility but when you've got the things like the murals on Mount Chiliad and all of that stuff that point to a jetpack in the game somewhere why would they not put it in there and also I can only imagine what a bloody online jetpack battle would look like <laughs> that, 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 that's going to break that game uh, the, <laughs> the only thing the only thing I can think of that they would just put it in a patch would be probably that they were planning on putting jetpacks in it, but then charging for it. Um, they have, they've been pretty good so far about not charging for stuff they're putting in on their online. Um, you know, they've done several DLCs. The spring pack's coming up shortly, and the only thing they've really ever charged for is if you want to buy bucks and. 
you know, GTA bucks are generally on online are easy to come by anyway. So that they've never been greedy. Well, I mean, that's probably going to be the, the most hot ticket item out there. But I still don't think they'll charge for it. No, I don't think they'll I charge think, for it now. I think I think they they just came out and said, you know what, we just won't charge for it. We'll just add it in the patch. But I think but they, I, they originally left it out because they wanted to charge for it eventually down well, the line. I don't know. It just, I just, you know, if it is being patched in, someone finds it now, it ruins the game. It, well, not the game, not that game, the little meta game that's going on with the jetpack. Yeah. Um, you know, that, as I say, all of these people, they put hundreds of hours in trying to search for this stuff to be cheated out because it was never in there originally. Is That's unfair. I just don't like that. I mean, I like Rockstar. I think they are... You know, one of the the best developers out there. They, you know, they don't fuck about. They they get down to the heart of it. They know what people want to play. They create these worlds that are amazing with you know larger than life characters and larger than life situations. And they've always been known for those little Easter eggs. You know, and there are hundreds of them. And the jetpack was that one. That was the golden egg, so to speak. And that was. Or potentially could have taken all of that fun out. I just, I don't like that. And it's a shame. But, you know, who knows? It may never be in there. It could even be a um, a fake. Because Rockstar must know that when they put out um, patches that somebody breaks them down yeah. and goes through them. So they must know that. And they do know that because a lot of developers, when they're trying to hide stuff, will change names so in the coding it doesn't say jetpack it says hamburger or something like that you know yeah. so it hides it i can't i just don't also don't see G, yeah, rockstar being that daft to put a bit of code in that says jetpack because that's that's just inciting a riot so I, I don't you know if they know that people go through the code and they do because you know that's there's plenty of evidence on the internet that shows that they have why would you throw that in there without hiding it i just yeah. i don't know it's it's weird um i mean if jetpacks come to online that's going to be cool um it's again it's you know with there's got to be some kind of limitation to the jetpack otherwise you are going to just fucking break that game yeah um but that might be something to get people back into it it could also be something because we we you know a lot of people in the industry believe that there is a next gen version of grand theft auto 5 coming and coming soon. Um, so that could be some kind of enticement there with an online, you know, getting some more online modes because, you know, it's generated a bit more interest. Yeah. You know, not that they need to, that game sold gangbusters, but um, if they're, if it is true that they're going to put it on next generation consoles, they're going to need some um, publicity push and jetpacks could be it. So, you don't know. Um, that's it for the news this week. I did put out a tweet, but I do believe no one has tweeted us. Have oh, you? No. Has anyone? No, I know. No one cares. <laughs> no, one actually, no one actually cares. Um, I will just double check whilst I do it. My phone's just playing up a little bit, though. Go home. Home. Stop it. Um, yeah, I don't think anyone has actually tweeted us. So uh, that's, that, that sucks. You can tweet us during the week. We're happy to take your tweets um, any time of the week. Uh, it's at ZTGD Newsburst, and, you know, 
you know, give us your opinions on the news, stuff like that, um, about the show, you know, we'll, we'll happily take some information about the show, some comments, some, some ideas, some thoughts. Uh, you can follow me at John W. UK and, of course, Drew at DML Fury. Uh, do you want to give your Phoenix down a plug, my friend? Sure. Um, we, uh, we are live uh, every, fr- uh, excuse me, we're live every Friday. I had a new episode come up today. Uh, we're going through Dragon Age Origins. Um, a little bit of a long game, but we have me, Matt, and Sophie on the show. Uh, definitely give that a uh, listen. You can find it on ztgd.com as well as iTunes. Um, and you can also follow the podcast itself um, at ZTGD Phoenix Down. Wonderful. And, of course, go to ztgd.com for all your gaming news, videos, and podcasts. And you can follow at ZTGD on Twitter and listen to the at N4G podcast, which goes out uh, every Monday. Um, I will be back on this week because you guys fucked up the timings and didn't do it on the Sunday. Yeah. So I can bloody do it. Um, so I shall be hopefully back on uh, this week. Uh, there will be no news burst next week due to a personal commitments, uh, but we will be back the following week where we will keep you abreast of everything that has happened. Uh, so until then, thank you very much for listening and we shall catch you again soon. Thank you. Pink flamingo crying in the rain. He was a kind of so so love, and I'm gonna make sure it doesn't happen again. You and I had to be the standing joke. You were a runaround, a lost and found, and that found me happy. Take your hand off me.
In the wind of the rain, my darling. 